Mindset to Mike. Can you imagine what your life can be like? We're talking growth and development, tools, tips, tricks, habits and routines proven by the highest performers in the world of the mind and body. Success starts with the mindset, and you can do it too. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, friends and family, and then other people that I don't really know, but I probably would like if I had the chance to meet you. Welcome back to the podcast, Mindset to Mike, Jimmy C over here. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Drew over here, and welcome back. You know, we took a week or two off, but we're we here, we're ready. We got, we got some things coming for you guys, too, some little, we're going to mix it up. We do, we're going to mix it up. It up get weird with it man let me tell you what i did today this seems like this seems like we talk about this every fucking week the last several weeks but today i made the fatal mistake again dude and i sounded i felt like a broken record my son woke up 5 a.m had a bad dream just needed me to come lay down for a second with him boom 5 15 he's back asleep i go to the back i sneak out of the bed like a ninja go back to sleep or i go i'm sorry i go to the restroom my brain is going mile 100 miles a minute all the things that i have going on boom 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 i feel good and i'm like man it's still dark i've been feeling tired dude let me just oh there it is i did it bro and then i got up (laughs) literally with not even enough time to shower before going to work just enough time to get dressed and get out the door got to work i'm like oh my goodness like i feel terrible and uh i just feel like Literally, I was sitting here at my desk. Somebody came to my office. I was like, you ever feel like you just can't get enough sleep? And I was saying that. Like, I'm like, I just, like, I need more. I went to sleep at like 9.30 last night. <laughs> I'm like, and I didn't, get, I didn't get out of bed till like 7.30. But I still felt like I needed more sleep, which is, and then it was like, as I was saying it, it was to somebody who listens to the pod too. Shout out, Chad. I was saying it and I'm like, I can't, I, like, I know what I'm saying is wrong and ridiculous. Bro, yeah. It's insane. I did a podcast about how this is ridiculous and I did it and then had the nerve to come in and act like, like complain about it. So, it yeah. so yeah, easy. I mean, let that be a testament. You know, we, it's easy to come on here and talk about like all the shit that you should do or could do, but man, it's, it's not easy. Oh, yeah. That's, and, and we all know that too. I mean, just cause we're the ones talking about it doesn't mean that we're always locked in. Right. It's a constant yep. battle, man. It's, it's a constant conscious decision to, to continue to improve. Like, and you're going to have those days where you're just not, it's just not going to happen, dude. And that's okay. But you, know, you got to just take yep. it like, you know, don't wait till Monday, like tomorrow, or even like as soon as you have that negative thought, the best thing you can do is make, and we had a podcast on this, the next best decision, which is immediately in yes, the present, right we, in the present, dude. So, so you could, even though you, you, you ran late, you had all that shit going on where, you know, you look back like, damn, I kind of fucked my morning up, but you have the opportunity in that moment because you had the realization to change it like for the rest of your day, you know? So then you got to elevate, but you, it's a little more difficult because then you, now the first thing you have to do is elevate your mood. So what that did for you is like made you groggy, made you, you know, you got all this, this negative energy in you that you're, you're feeling bad about, like you don't have enough, but then you, you gotta be, first you gotta become aware of it. And then you have to generate the energy to shift that change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts. And the, um, 
the I, I actually also so speaking of this, I switched up um I switched up books. I was reading um that Jay Shetty book about um think like a monk, right? Oh, yeah. And I was like, if if you read or listen to books, I mean you I you've I'm sure you've experienced this. Like it, it's good, but it just wasn't for whatever reason, it wasn't like jiving with where I'm at at this very moment. So I wasn't like pumped up to open it back up. So I switched up, called a called a uh, uh, audible and switched up and I started reading last night. I started um, it's called do hard things by Steve Magnus or some shit like that. It's a recommendation from a runner friend of ours, Mr. Matt Martin. And it's written by a dude who's like a, like a, um, a runner. So it has kind of that theme to it, but the gist of it is, um, you know, and I've actually, I've heard a lot of other people talk about this lately, like clips from Joe Rogan and some other people about, um, just about the benefits of doing hard stuff all the time Mm -hmm. and about doing the things that you don't want to do and how, um, how good it makes you feel and how, um, much progress you get from doing the hard thing all the time. Um, and then, you know, this, and then I heard someone talking about, um, uh, kind of, um, a stoic philosophy, how, which is the same thing, which is you put your body through all the hard stuff to show that the mind is in control. So you need to, you need to punish and challenge the body every day. So the body knows that the mind is in control so that you are in control ultimately of every situation that happens to you and everything that you go through. Um, and you can get through them. Right. Um, so like, I, it's just like, it was weird that all that stuff was coming, uh, around me, you know, mm-hmm. on my feed. And then, and then he suggested this book and I'm like, and then I'm having this issue with getting up and, and in the morning and doing hard stuff myself. So anyway, just started that, started that last night and it, um, so it kind of comes full circle that this is the conversation we're having, but I gotta be doing the hardship, man. I gotta get into doing the hardship. It, it starts with talking about toughness too, and how like we've got a misconception of what tough is mm-hmm. and we've been taught and groomed and, and raised to believe that tough is like, generally a big strong guy right um walk it off um, right. it's a quarterback that gets hurt but goes back in the game and um you know i think the theme of the book is going to be that's not what tough is tough is the ability to um, calm yourself in any situation and make a really good decision um and then go forth through the situation so yeah it's it's mental you know it's not people think of toughness they think physical attributes but it's more mental than anything everything's mental dude mind is mind is the ruler of all right um but yeah like there's no there's no growth and comfort you know i think we all can we, we don't want to hear that but that's that's the truth because if you're doing what you're comfortable with then you're saying you're comfortable with, with exactly where you're at and they may be fine but you better check your expectations because nothing's going to change in your life especially when something goes awry or that that is unexpected right and then then you then you kind of are battling with how do you deal with it whereas you know if you if you constantly expose yourself to acute stressors whether it be mental and physically you start building you know the tools that you need to be able to cope with certain things that that may arise in your life. And I think that's super important because if you can willingly inflict hard stuff into your life and have the mental aptitude to overcome it, when shit starts coming at you, bro, it's not that big of a deal because you already put yourself through some shit. Like, so somebody else is trying to put it on you. 
it's not that big of a deal. I already, I deal with my own shit. You know, I, I can I can force myself to do difficult things on a daily basis to give me the confidence to overcome anything that comes my way. So yeah, like, it level sets it for you, right? It makes yeah. you feel like I've I've done so much hard shit already today. Like bring it on. What what this is easy. You know, I like I yeah whatever this morning that I thought I couldn't do. And now here's another challenge. Well, I get routinely, I do things that I didn't think I could do. If right. you can, if you get in that, you know, and that's the goal. That's what we're striving for. And me at least is like, it, I want to do so much hard shit. Like when we did the hundred day 5k, when you yeah. do stuff like that and you finish, it's like, I didn't think like, that's insane. I didn't think I could do that. I did it. Now it's right. like, well, I, I can do much more than, a, apparently I just proved that I can do way more than I thought I could. So now where's the, where's the ceiling? I don't know. I, I can do, apparently I can do anything. Yeah. Right? And then you start, you start looking for more things to do and feeling more confident and getting out of your comfort zone a little bit more. Um, yeah. The, the ceiling lies within your belief system. Ooh, yeah. And wherever you set the bar is, is, that's the ceiling actually, you know, wherever you set the bars, that's the ceiling. But, you know, if you never raise the bar, you have to, you have to apply pressure to that bar and that that's difficult, but that's how you raise the bar. So it's up to you. To, and, and you have to, you have to have the um, discernment to say like, you can't, you got, you can't compare yourself to other people when you're doing this kind of stuff too. You can use other people's experiences as motivation and to say, oh, you know what? That person is doing this. Maybe I can. That's that's and that's where you need to leave it when you when you start doing that. Then you say, okay, then you start your own baseline. Then you compare yourself against yourself because that's what really matters, right? Like, am I better today than I was yesterday? Yeah. That's where that's where true growth. So if you ever if you always set the bar low, then you then you're never going to make leaps and bounds in achieving anything that you really want to achieve. You have to set it far enough away to where it's, it's reasonable. Even if you do set like a very lofty goal, you're probably going to achieve more than you do within one that seems super easy, right? Because you're going to strive further. So you're going to, you're going to, you're going to make leaps and bounds towards the loftiest goal than you would ever a, a simple one. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're putting now it's forcing you to put in more resources and more focus because it's it's such a big goal. But you can also overwhelm yourself with that too. So there's there's like a fine line. And it's all personality driven. Like what what are you capable capable of? Do you what do you think you're capable of and what are you confident in within yourself? So the smaller goals help you build the confidence to get to the lofty ones too. So all this stuff's connected, man. It all it's interchangeable. Yeah. Shoot for the stars, land in the moon, bro. Shoot for the stars, land on the moon. There you go. Now you're out of this world. Either way, <laughs> you know this is this is a little off topic, man. But I was looking through my notes, you know, for things that I want to talk about today, and I got some notes in here, dog. I got to clean this stuff out because I got apparently my password for something. I'm gonna just throw this out there. I don't even know what this is for. Maybe it's Wi-Fi in my house or something. This had to have been a joke. But all this note is in my phone. It says. All one word, Jimmy is a hunk one. True. That's my pa password. <laughs> Jimmy is a hunk one. This is real. I don't know why I did that. So hopefully that's not my bank. Or nothing. I just gave it to all you guys. Um, oh, but anyway, so I had another note in here that I was, that I was thinking about in terms of 
when we're talking about, you know, like doing stuff that's hard for you and, and waking up early and doing all this stuff, we talk about this all the time, every week. I heard somebody say like, you know, we talk a lot about what's good for you. And then you made the comment, you know, we we're just, we're trying to strive for that. Right. We, we fail, we keep trying, try different things. It's all a big experiment. I seen somebody said in terms of what's good for you, like there's all the, everyone has an opinion on what's good for you. Right. Everybody. And a lot of them differ and are opposite opinions in some cases. Somebody said, enjoying your life is good for you. 100%. And I was like, damn, like that just hit me. Like, um, you know, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean don't spend time on all the shit we talk about, but you often, myself included, get so caught up in working on things that you got to make sure you're also enjoying your life. So you can enjoy working on things and, and, um, you know, working on yourself and trying to get better, trying to get stronger mentally, physically, all this stuff. But you also got to make sure that peace, there's a piece of your life that you are enjoying. So you're enjoying that work or if you're not enjoying it, but you know, you need to do it. You are doing something that you enjoy because that is good for you too. It has, I mean, I'm sure you know way, way better than I do that actually enjoying your life has good health benefits. Um, you know, yeah. it's good. It's good for you mentally, but it's also good for you physically. I'm sure I haven't got no data behind that, but I know it has to be no, a hundred percent, dude. That is, that is the single most, that's like the key to, to anything in life. Like if you were to take away, I've read a ton of books on growth and development, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and it, it's all the same thing spun differently in different perspectives right and it really comes down to like love dude like love is the only thing that is true that exists and the only reason why you do the only reason why you have discomfort in your life or you're unhappy is because you're not you don't have enough love you're not enjoying what you're doing if you how can you how can you be uncomfortable and be unhealthy if you're doing something that you love every day yeah you know it's 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 like it's it's impossible the only reason why you experience discomfort and ill will or or negative energy and stuff like that is because you're lacking love in your life dude i had a day um a few weeks ago that i um because i used to right i used to do i've always been somebody that does multiple things in terms of like jobs or hustles or whatever, right? Been involved in different things, whether it be clothing line, podcast, this and that, selling shoes from China, selling whatever. I've always been doing something. Um, And so, but for a while there, I was not. I was just working at at my job and my career and, you know, building a family. And I wasn't doing like multiple things, right? And I was in a very big routine. And um, recently, right, I've I've started doing a couple other things, real estate and or, or, I'm sorry, uh, mortgages, and then some, some um, wholesale resale type stuff as well. So I've now got like my hands in different places. And it's been a while since I've done that. And I had a day a couple of weeks ago, where like all day, I was going 100 miles an hour in each thing. Like, I had an email from this thing going boom, I had an email from this thing, I had regular work I was doing. We did a podcast, I did this, right? I was like, each of these things was going on and the day went by so fast, dude. And my energy was like on another level. 
And it wasn't, I, I hadn't got like a bunch of sleep or nothing, right? It was just, I was loving what I was doing. Like I got home and I was with, I was with Lucy, we were in the car and I was like, today, like, this is what I have to do was today. Like I need, a, I need my hands in different things that excite me and constant these, these curveballs or activity going on. And it, like, it was just such a high frequency day, dude. I felt so good all day. Yeah. I felt productive. I killed it. I enjoyed what I was doing. I was helping people. Like it was, it was such a good day. And I'm like, man, this is, it's just funny. You have one of those and you're like, Oh, like if I love what I'm doing, if like the day, it feels so easy it feels so good. And I didn't feel like I worked one bit all day. Yeah, dude. Like I said, that's, I think that's the biggest, the single most thing that people can do is find joy in something. Right. And we, we tend to think of things backwards. We project things outward, like um, what they want. People always are, are worried about what they want to happen. Right. But they're never in the present moment. And, and the way that the manifestation process works, like we do shit backwards. You know, if, if you are, if you're constantly longing for something, all you're doing is validating the fact that you don't have it. Like if you, your requests and wants that you're putting out in the world, the universe gives you exactly what you're asking for. And if you're constantly wanting something, you're going to be left with wanting something. So you have to begin at the end. That's good. Like well-being is not the goal. It should be the starting point. But once you bring that into your existence, then you're free to create accordingly, you know? And that's like it. I got into super deep into manifestation stuff, right? I think everyone's kind of probably seen the the secret that uh, that movie or whatever. I have not seen it, but I added it to my list recently because I I mean, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's it doesn't really give you a ton of information of on like how like practical ways to do it, but it's basically like putting out like manifesting whatever you want in your life, right? But it doesn't tell you that in order to do that, you have to become that thing that you're looking for in order to bring it into physical existence. So be to have. Be to have, yeah, you be it. And and the universe doesn't give you what you want, it gives you who you are. So whatever vibration that you're putting out and whatever awareness you have of yourself is going to be your experience of reality. And that goes hand in hand. So in order to, to bring something into your awareness, you have to, you have to, you have to embody the emotional state and awareness of what it would be like to have whatever you want. Yeah. And that's what calls it to you. That that's what be, creates the, the magnet. Is, is that state of being but you know the other part of that is like people people are constantly looking outside of themselves for certain things right everyone wants to be validated from someone else or they're searching for their happiness in some someone or something you know it's like I, i'm read, I read i'm reading this book right now i can't remember the name of it let me look it up real quick it's like you hear people say, like in in like the dating world, like you know, oh yeah, I, I had these failed relationships until I took time to figure out myself, you know, and get happy. Then I was able to find somebody. Well, it's like yes, because you're happy. You're not depending on that person to make you happy, and then that person now gets to be around somebody that's happy, yeah. rather than somebody that's wanting and needing constantly. So that's even better for them. Yeah, there's an analogy that I took from this book. It's called Parallel Universes of Self. 
and uh he compares like to every individual as like a lighthouse right like so you are the lighthouse but most people don't know that they're the lighthouse like they're projecting their light on things casting light outward trying to find themselves right and then you get excited when your light reflects off of something in the distance and you say oh that's that's the source of the light i can see the light over there not knowing that you're the one casting the light Ooh. you know what i mean so i was like i sat with that for a little while the other night i was like damn that's pretty deep yeah you know and, and you're and you if you look think of a lighthouse it's constantly like searching right cycling around and then you see a shiny object in the distance and then the lighthouse doesn't know that that thing wouldn't be shining if you weren't casting the light so you are the source of the light you know you so so anytime you see something it's because you are projecting yourself at it so it can be reflected back to you That's speaking of reflections bro the mirror don't smile until the one looking at it does. So, ooh, I like it. You're full of them today. If you ain't happy, don't, don't expect the mirror to smile back at you. If you ain't, if you ain't happy, if you ain't happy, you need to look in the mirror, bro. Yeah, and then be huh? happy. See what I did there? <laughs> I like that, man. And also, we're recording this on the the day of uh, you know Brown Steelers, man. Um, Ooh. I'm, I'm Brown's guy over here. Um, you know, young Mandy Castle over here is uh Steelers guy. And uh we're gonna see what happens. Like interdivisional matchup will be interesting. Yep, we'll see how it goes, man. Hopefully you don't pull one like you did last week, huh? <laughs> yeah. nice little, I'm not uh, making no guarantees, no promises, nothing. I'm gonna watch. I mean, I've seen some bad football, but that was a, probably a, I mean, yeah, you see everybody's seen the stats at this point. Like nothing, nothing has happened that bad since like, you know, Oh two or something. And it was a Browns. Game. It was a Browns. game. So, <laughs> that was just terrible. It's funny what sports does to you, man. I was talking to somebody like, so my Sunday was so perfect. Sunday morning got up. We had bacon and eggs with, with my wife and the kids. Everything was good. We went apple picking. We uh, came home. Eight, you know, we were eating. Oh, I'm sorry. Came over from Apple picking. Uh, watched the first quarter of the game. Everything was good, man. Took Elliot to his soccer game. Did that. Got home. Was watching more of the game. Lucy's cooking dinner. Everything's good. Kids are playing. And then that happened. And then it's like, you don't realize how invested you are in it until after. And you're like, this has ruined my entire day. <laughs> like, Lucy's like, are you mad at me? I'm like, no, I just don't want to talk. I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, it. It ruins, it can ruin your, I guess I, I'm really only talking about not sports, just being a Browns fan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's really the only team that does it to you, but just a fucking nightmare. So anyway, hope tonight goes a little bit better. Our division is trash. You are the favorite, man. You are the favorite tonight. When the winner, I think, becomes number one in the division. I could be wrong about that, but we've got such a poopy division right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not a fucking huge achievement anyway that we'll wrap it up man i think we'll wrap that up and then uh next week we will have another episode for you um a little curveball i think we might have a guest on that episode so check us back in next week um and then uh you know enjoy your life and it's good for you and until next time grow your brain a little bit that's it power's in the present go get it